Welcome to Origin Gates podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Denise Hughes sharing with you today out of a little booklet that I received a few days ago or a little while ago, and it is about healing, and the name of it is God's Creative Power for Healing by Charles Capps, and it was written quite a while back, but I felt like it was maybe really relevant for today. I just was really encouraged by it and was kind of amazed by it, actually, saying this is something that maybe God is wanting to say for us right now, for today, for this era, for this time and season. Uh, I'm always asking the questions, and, and it's because right now we're really seeking the Lord about what He is saying about healing for us today. I so believe in healing. I believe the Lord wants to heal us. I believe He can. I believe He He does, and He still does uh, always heal. But for some reason, it it just seems to be different nowadays than it than it used to be. Anyway, I grew up in the Pentecostal church, and my dad was an evangelist and a pastor off and on him both. He'd go back and forth, and when he was an evangelist, he was traveling, doing all these revivals and healing meetings, and it was incredible. I just saw so many things. He he was always praying for people, and and they were always walking away completely, miraculously, instantly healed. He was an incredible minister and, you know, prayed for two people that were raised from the dead in his ministry. And so I've seen what God can do. I know. I There's no doubt in my mind what he can do. Uh, I was... Even as a child, we went and watched Catherine Kuhlman and went to one of her meetings in one of these big auditoriums. And that was one of the most incredible experiences of my life, to watch her um, just, you know, they say that she really didn't pray for people, you know, in the same sense that we always knew it, especially back then. But she would just emcee the Holy Spirit and she'd just wave her arm over a section of the auditorium and say, God is moving in this area over here right now. And you could just watch how he would, you could see the faces of the people and how they would, all of a sudden they'd just start weeping and crying or shouting or standing. They'd get up out of their wheelchairs instantly or they'd throw down their crutches or whatever it was, you know. It was amazing. And you could just see um what she was seeing and sensing and feeling of where he was moving. And, and it was really just like a wave or a wind was blowing over that area. And then she would start talking again. And, and then she'd say, now he's moving over here on this section. And, and, and there he was again. You could just see it uh, almost as if he were visible. You know, you could just you could see by what the how the people were responding to it. And so I have seen these things over the years. I've seen m- many, many healings. But I do also believe that God is doing something, or maybe I'm not, I'm questioning. I'm asking, what are you doing today, God? How is it working today? Because even in the Bible, Yeshua walked, when he walked on this earth and he healed people, he did it differently. He did every single time he healed, it was different. 
So um, I'm saying, are you trying to do something different today than the way we've always seen it done? And if it is, what is he trying to say to us? So um, I got this little book, and it's about uh, the Word being engrafted into us and infused into us. And that Word, when it would be infused and engrafted, that Word created faith in us and then that faith would create whatever you spoke it out of then of speaking out of that faith that was created by the word so that's what this whole little book is about and i'm going to read parts of it i know i probably won't i won't get through all of it at all but i just maybe i can get the main point across and i i just thought it was so powerful and interesting and what this is it's um basically He's saying, I think he wants to do it differently in a way that was like, back then it was like one person up on the stage praying or on the platform praying for people. But I feel like he wants each one of us to actually walk in that same kind of spirit, that same kind of power. He wants everybody to do that, not just certain people. So I, I think that's why he's trying, he's, it's a, it's, he's moving in us in such a different way so that we can grow. So uh, let me begin. The purpose of this book is to reveal principles from God's Word and instruct you in how to cooperate with and apply these principles to obtain healing. Many today are seeking healing, but yet they talk sickness and suffering until they establish that image in them. Their thoughts and words produce a vivid blueprint, and they live within the bounds and limitations of that blueprint. In the following chapters, you will learn how to make that blueprint line up with the Word of God. Uh, Now remember, let's see, this is Charles Capps, God's Creative Power for Healing, which was written like... 30 or 40 years ago, but I think it's even more valid today. Your words are building blocks of which you construct your life and future. Your words set the cornerstones of your life, and you live within the confines of that boundary you create with your own words. Situations, circumstances, and conditions are all subject to change, but with the support of your words, you can establish them in your life forever. This would confirm Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What you believe and speak not only affects your body, but your immune system as well. Your words become either a blessing or a curse to you. I am convinced from my study of the Word of God that your own words can change your immune system for better or worse. The words you speak are vital to your health and well-being. I believe there are some diseases that will never be cured unless people learn to speak the language of health that the body understands. God's Word is infused, engrafted into you by giving voice to His Word with your own mouth And this is the language of health to your body. He's saying here that when we take the word and it is infused or engrafted, and engrafted means when you take a 
a, a little seedling from another plant and then you engraft it or you, you cut into the other tree and you put this little seedling in and you, you fuse it together. It doesn't become this tree and then that tree. It's still not two trees. It literally becomes one. It's infused when it's engrafted. It becomes infused into the other one and they become one. All right. Because also it says we are trees. Of righteousness, so it's it's a good word to use, engrafted in and infused in. So God's word is infused and engrafted into you by giving voice to His word with your own mouth, and this is the language of health to your body. A continual affirmation of God's word in faith will build into your immune system a supernatural anointing that is capable of eliminating sickness and disease in a natural manner. Here are a few of the many scriptural reasons why I believe this so strongly. Job twenty-two twenty-eight, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Uh, Mark eleven twenty-three. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. It also says he shall not, who, those who don't doubt and who believe. He says in Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. Proverbs ten eleven. The mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Proverbs 12.6 The tongue of the wise is health. Proverbs 12.18 Medical science aids healing through physical means by administering medicine into the physical body. God's divine healing is spiritual. It is administered through the human spirit. Psalm 107.20 tells us that God sent his word and healed them. Notice that it didn't say that God sent his word to heal, but he sent his word and healed. God considers it done. God is no respecter of persons, but he does respect faith in his word. Proverbs 4.20 My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. And that scripture right there is a really good way, he says, to incline your ear to his sayings and let them not depart from your eyes. It's good to have them written out in front of you. That's what I'm doing now is putting things out all over the house, especially right over the coffee pot and over the sink and on the mirror and everywhere else that we can go, everywhere we go during the day. I want that word, that scripture to be in front of our eyes so that we can say it over and over and over again. First of all, I'm going to keep reading. First of all, notice that God's word is life. It is also health or medicine to all your flesh. God's word will heal your body. But it does it through spiritual means. Healing can be received into the human spirit 
through the word. Once it is conceived there, it permeates the physical body. You see, it has to be received into our spirit by the word being placed there in our spirit. And it's he says it over and over in here again and again. It's not just because we're saying something that it happens. It's what it's doing. It is once again, it's creating in our spirit by the word of God, not just our words. See, it's speaking the right words. It's speaking his word that creates this faith within us. And we become one with this word. Um, just as you would take medicine into your physical body to aid healing by physical means, so you must receive God's word concerning healing into your spirit for supernatural healing. God's word is perfect spiritual law. Psalm 19.7 It is supernatural medicine. It works through the human spirit and is a spiritual cure. But like any other medicine, it must be applied on a regular basis. You must speak God's word to your individual circumstance or situation. Someone else can't do it for you. James 1.21 admonishes us to receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Once the word of God is engrafted into your spirit, it produces results in the body as well. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, I thought that was interesting. We are to be in Jesus, but his word is to be in us. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. When God's word becomes engrafted or infused into your spirit, it has become a part of you. It cannot be separated from you. It is not only your thought and affirmation. It is you. The word made flesh. Then your flesh will reflect the life of that word. When God's word concerning healing takes root in your flesh, it becomes greater than disease and healing is the result. The image that the word creates in you is already a reality in the spirit realm. When you speak God's word from your heart, then faith gives substance to the promises of God. Your faith frames your world daily. Jesus made it very plain. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. In the first chapter of Genesis, you will notice that every time God spoke, creation took place. Words are the carriers of faith. The worlds were framed by the word of God. Without words, there wouldn't have been any creation. Your words create images, and eventually you will live out the reality of that image. Every time you speak your faith, it creates a stronger image inside you. If it is healing you desire, the healing image is created by God's word and your continual affirmation and agreement with it. Eventually, that image will be perfected by the word of God, and you will begin to see yourself well. When the word is engrafted into you, it infuses its life into you. Talk to you next time. God bless you. Shalom.